Hello again, listeners. Welcome back to Forgotten Events. I am your host, Katie. Heading into the holiday season, I thought we would bring you some unsolved holiday season cases. This story will be so familiar to all because hit and runs are far too repetitive these days. This is the case of Kevin Showalter. It was the evening of Christmas Eve in 1973 when 20-year-old college student Kevin Showalter and his girlfriend were driving through New London, Connecticut. Kevin's vehicle got a flat tire. Kevin pulled over and was in the midst of changing the tire when he was struck by a passing vehicle and sadly killed. Several houses along the road noticed the commotion and called 911. No one got a clear description of the passing car as the street was dimly lit and the car ripped down the street at a high rate of speed. Kevin's mother, Lucille, soon sensed that something was not right when she went to retrieve her son's personal effects from the accident and was told they had been lost and that his death would probably never be solved. Well, Kevin's mother wasn't about to accept that news. You see, her eventual investigation would shine a spotlight on allegations of suspicious police work and a potential cover-up. Lucille was so determined to get to the bottom of what happened that she worked tirelessly to find the green-colored vehicle that struck her son. Harvey Malove, a former mayor of New London, was considered a potential suspect because he had driven through the area at the time of Kevin's death. According to Kevin's mother, Malove told her that it was about 11:12 p.m. when he drove past the accident. That would have been about 1 minute after the accident happened and that he witnessed Kevin's girlfriend talking to a middle-aged man on the side of the road with a green car. This information, however, contradicted the stories from the other witnesses. And it turns out that Mal Love's story was completely false. He made the story up. Kevin's girlfriend said that she never spoke to a man on the side of the road after the accident, nor was there a green car. And although it took four years for Kevin's mother to win her fight for an investigation, on May 19th in 1978, a one-man grand jury, Judge Joseph Danahy of State Superior Court, determined that Mal Love was most likely the culprit, but there was not enough evidence to file criminal charges. He went on to state that clearly 
evidence had been tampered with to the point that they couldn't reverse the findings. Again, Kevin's mother wasn't going to settle for that news. What Lucille went on to learn was disturbing to say the least. In addition to Kevin's clothes being missing, all the other evidence in the case was missing. Plastic from the signal light, a large slice of green paint from the vehicle that struck Kevin. And according to Kevin's mother, the green paint on Kevin's clothing had been planted after the fact and was not from the impact of the car. Remember, the ex-mayor told a story that included a green car parked at the scene. Mal Love would maintain his innocence, and it would pay off. In 1979, a man named Paul Hansen came forward to confess that he was the hit-and-run culprit. By that point, the statute of limitations had expired, so no charges could be filed against Hansen. This is something that I don't understand. I thought that a killing, whether intentional or unintentional, was a forever open crime. Anyway, another grand jury was convened to hear about Paul Hansen, but they determined that there was no evidence to support his claim so the inquiry was officially closed. We all know how people like to claim responsibility for terrible crimes that they did not commit. It happens all the time, and it happened in this case. Kevin's case remained cold until 2005 when Hansen committed suicide. He left behind a note once again claiming responsibility for Kevin's death. Police decided to reopen the case, but when the local media requested transcripts from the earlier investigations, they were denied. That door was closed. In fact, the 3,000-page transcript from the original grand jury investigation on Malove had mysteriously gone missing. To this day, Kevin Showalter's death is still officially unsolved in New London, Connecticut. Kevin's mother would go on to say, I'm confident that truth and justice will ultimately prevail. Thank you for tuning in and join us next time for more mysteries, discoveries, and of course, forgotten events.